Standby for Places presents Family Secrets Drama, written by John and Zach Walsh, featuring Nancy Hayes, Ernest E. Peoples, Michael Walker, Zach Walsh, Warren Watkins, and Anna Mae Gordon. Music by Morgan Wardlaw, directed and edited by Dunya J. Karan. Hello. I'm directly addressing you. It is present day in a wealthy suburb of a vague city which you, the audience, have some personal relationship with. Maybe New York? Boston? Albuquerque? We will not be naming the city, but whenever we say something such as... Oh, how grand it is to be living near the big, beautiful city. But also not too close to it as the crowded complexity of America's urban centers only illuminates my feelings of insignificance. That's when you should assume that the city is one with which you are closely familiar, and phrases like crowded complexity, though totally meaningless, allow us as characters to demonstrate how intelligent we feel. But some characters will express annoyance when other family members try to show off like that. Dear wife of mine, Will you please shut the hell up with all that fancy smart book talk? Our play is set in my family's living room. It has all kinds of heirlooms and furniture and so forth scattered about, but I don't feel like talking about any of that right now. Instead, I would like to draw your attention to my little brother's exquisite collection of little teapots over in the corner. Please take this moment to consider all the deep things they might symbolize about his psychology. This teapot, for example, is red, and I like that. My family often mocks my teapots, especially my favorite red one. Red is wrong for a teapot, they say. This makes me deeply sad, particularly when my father says it, as all I want to do is make him proud and look at my teapots. Hanging above our mantel place is a portrait of my mother's father. My mother adored her papa. I so adored my papa. You see? At this moment, we were returning home from his funeral. Although it was a sad event, our spirits were lifted slightly when my aunt reminisced about all the times dear grandfather would torment the poor. His picture represents our past. My younger brother represents the glory of youth. And this teapot represents my appreciation for the color red and how nice it looks on a teapot. Mother has high hopes for brother, as father had high hopes for me, although now he does not, for I am a disappointment. Little son, you're a disappointment. I must say I'm quite pleased with the way my family is providing verbal evidence for all these expository statements. Mother and father often disagree with each other, and every time they fight, little son purchases a new teapot. This is incredibly metaphorical, or so I've been told. Little son, stop helping your more competent brother set the tone with a poignant soliloquy. I'm a... little... teapot. Short and stout. This is my handle. This is my story. Act One. You must stop humming that senseless tune. What a bitter and incontinent man you are. Oh, I see you're having a drunkenly pleasant evening. What's there to be pleasant about? 
My beloved papa has passed away, and you know very well that this was the lullaby that he used to sing to me and all of his woodland friends. Despite the fact that you and I openly boast about how much we hate each other, I'm very sorry for your loss, dear. At least he faded away peacefully, with elegance and grace. He was farting, pissing, and cursing at us all in Polish. Can't you find one nice thing to say? Well, he died as he lived. Let's drink. Shall we make a toast? Wait, let me put on my fancy drinking cap. Oh, you brain-addled rascal. I've told you a thousand times, husband. You mustn't wear that captain's hat at the table. And I've told you a thousand times. I shall wear this captain's hat. It makes me feel like I'm captaining a small boat. <laughs> and I so desire to captain a small boat. You're captain of nothing. And I keep telling you. We don't have the money to throw away on fulfilling your dreams. Stay on the land, the pathetic land you own with your angry, depressing family, and keep your hopes buried inside your heart, where they can wither and die in silence. You are sad and pathetic, and I don't believe in your dreams. Now you're just repeating our wedding vows. All I do is work. Allow me to fantasize about my life on the seas. No. Oh, hello there, married neighbor couple. I was just wishing for another person to share my thoughts and motivations with. Want a beer? Of course. Much like you and your wife, I too am a high-functioning alcoholic. Is that all right, dear? Oh, you boys and your ailing livers. I think I'll just wander around the outer perimeter of the house in a thunderstorm until there's something constructive for me to contribute to this scene. Terrific, dear. Oh, my. It's still a little chilly out. I think I should... That's lovely, dear. Boy, I tell you, male neighbor. That wife of yours sure is an amazing woman. You got that right, friend. And your wife is also a wonderful person. We're two lucky guys. Yes, sir. <sighs> what sad lives we lead. Indeed. <sighs> well... Same time tomorrow? Of course. Goodbye. Hey, wait. I was just thinking. Do you remember all that war fighting that we did way back when, when we were fighting in the war together? Of course. It haunts me constantly. <laughs> Why do you ask? Well, I remembered something. A young man who I had shot with my wartime bang-bang shooting gun, I used to shoot people with when I was killing them in the war. Ah, oh, yes. Him. Yes. As he was dying from the war, he handed me his watch 
and looked me right in my war eyes. Take as good care of my time clock, the young man said. I nodded and then shot him again. Sadly, the watch didn't work. All the blood I shot out of him just must have clogged up the clock parts. Well, I took it to the watch store when I got back stateside. The old man who ran the store looked at me and said, Son. I later found out, of course, that that old man was my biological father. Funny how stuff happens. Oh, yeah. I remember my father. You do? Yep. He was always pushing me to become a dentist just like him. I had my own plans, so I said, no way, old man. I'm going to be an orthodontist. Then I kicked him a few times and ran away. He just didn't understand my dream. I told you my dream, right? Strangest thing, my father-in-law comes to me and tells me to buy a boat and live a free life on the seas. Yes, you've told me your backstory a thousand times. I don't know. I just think it's a really good story. Bears repeating. Oh, hello. I didn't realize we had company. <laughs> Father here never tells me anything. Where's your wife? She and I frequently share our woman problems with each other. Oh, she's just exploring the space. I'm sure she'll be entering the scene any time now. The tempest has passed. <laughs> Nature is healing. Great. I'll have another beer. Fascinating. Female neighbor. Care to abandon these cavemen? And have our own sophisticated conversation? But of course. <laughs> what a perfect opportunity to explore the inner lives of the complex and intelligent women in this neighborhood. Don't you agree? Um, yes? Do you have a witty remark to share? So, how are your... Groceries? <sighs> hey, you know this, this genre that we're satirizing? Yeah. By any chance, were those plays primarily written by men? <gasps> Let's talk about our hair! Oh, sweet Jesus! Look, why don't you go stand over there around somewhere else? Well, old buddy, dinner will be ready soon, and I think it would be a perfect time for dark secrets to be revealed. Oh, I really don't know if I should. I insist. Oh, honey, do you remember when the four of us shared that witty anecdote? <laughs> it really solidified our shared friendship. <laughs> yes. Well, those were simpler times. While I hold our neighbors here in high regard, I'm afraid I hold nothing but contempt and resentment for you in my heart, currently. I am a very cold person. Dinner will be ready soon. Dear, could you get me another drink? Of course. It'll give us time to have another lady conversation. Oh, fuck. I guess so, huh? <clears throat> Honey, did you pick up my pills from the pharmacy? 
Yes. And then I took all of them. Damn. Again? Should we take you to a hospital? I don't fucking need a hospital. Burgle, burgle, burgle. Hey, I'm gonna get another drinky do. Oh, wait for me. I have so many girl topics we can talk about. Do you also wear clothes? You know what? I think you could just sit over there. Please, don't follow me. Oh, she's something, all right. Your wife? Yes. We used to be happy. When we were young. Actually, I was talking about how she just broke my ribs shoving me onto this couch. Ah, quite right. She's always been our little rib breaker. Oh, that explains your pet name for her. I've always wondered. Hi, Mommy. Ah, where the hell did you come from? I've been talking to you for the last five minutes. Huh? I didn't notice. No matter. I'm just heading to your older brother's room, since he's my favorite son. I'd like to periodically check on his well-being. Now go bother someone else before I break your ribs. Okay. Come in. Hello, favorite son. I just wanted to see how you're coping with your grandfather's death. Mysteriously. Mother, do you think I could skip tonight's annual family dinner? I have other, more romantically enigmatic plans. Of course not! You know how important this meal is to your dead grandfather? But... He's dead. What?! I have to remind you every day at this time. <sighs> That's only because I drink so heavily that I forget each day. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle, here is my... Oh, hey, Pop. Can I have the keys to the car? Your disappointment. So I've been told. Doesn't that bother you? I cry myself to sleep. Good. Oh, man. I remember when Little Son was just a small baby, all full of hopes and potential. Whatever happened? I plumb don't know. I wanted him to follow in my footsteps, but both physically and metaphorically, his feet are different sizes. Jangly keys! <laughs> Here you go, Pop. Thanks for the keys. Why don't you go and make something of yourself? You really think I could, Pop? No, your disappointment. No, male father friend. You might want to go easier on your little son. You'd be surprised how kids remember the small, insignificant moments, like frequently being told by your father that you're a perpetual disappointment. No, nope. I'm sure this will have no impact on his life at all. Well, <laughs> you know your kids much better than I do. You can be certain of that. I think I'll go upstairs now, for no reason. I love you, female neighbor. I share your secret affections, neighbor's older son. Oh boy, I found the kitchen. I'm gonna touch the stove. I should probably go take care of that, huh? Yes, I suppose so. Your mother's made a dinner for us. Great. I'll see you there. Yay, it burned!
Act two. It is dinner time. A moment for our family to collectively pause so that we may consume food and secrets. What a lovely tune that is. Does it hold any dark and emotional significance for you? I'm very good at making small talk. Why, yes, it's darkly significant. Yes, it was her late father's favorite song. Second favorite. Oh, right. Yes. Second only to Pony. That's anyway. And alas, now he is dead. Yes. So you must stop dwelling on him and his odd taste in music. Quite right. I promise not to even think about that lullaby until the end of the play. Well, while we're all gathered here, I would just like to say how appreciative I am to have such wonderful people in my life. Oh, shut up! Don't you go giving speeches. You're pathetic. <laughs> Do you know that? <laughs> yes, and I take it out on our little son. That's been quite established now, I think. Yes, I thoroughly understand that you hate me. I have a surprising secret to reveal. No, don't reveal our secret love like this. Oh, all right. Never mind, everyone. Well... Now we'll never know what he was going to tell us. I'm also in this scene. Thank you, male neighbor. Yes, our older son is afraid to share his secret love affair, and our younger son seems to think he's a teapot. Do you see what you've done to our children, husband? Me? What about you with your liquor and pills? I only swallow them to help me swallow your lies. Hmm. Nice turn of phrase. Go to hell! Mother, don't speak to my female neighbor like that. But isn't she our female neighbor? Oh, right. Well, you're really dumb. Yep. I have a dark secret, too, in case anyone is interested. It involves my highly important work as a dentist. Well, since no one has managed to reveal their dark secret yet, I guess I can go first. You see, as you all know, I've recently taken to hunting. And as we all know, your Uncle Dave has gone missing. And while I'd like to say that there's no connection between those two statements... Well, that just wouldn't be honest. You're boring us. I retract my previous statement. Uncle Dave is on a forever vacation. You know, this reminds me of a vaguely offensive limerick. There once was a sneaky old Catholic. Who wants to play a game? Ugh, but you interrupted the least disgusting poem that I know. Ah, yes. Let's play a game. 
a party game. It's called Callously Reveal Everyone's Dark Secrets. I was thinking more Golden Girls Monopoly, but sure, love, whatever love wants. I'm a dentist. Okay, now, according to the latest edition of Callously Reveal Everyone's Dark Secrets rulebook, you're supposed to each draw nine cards. If you wish to exchange them, you can only do so during the pre-approved time following your third dice roll. This next part is important. Your playing cards must be sorted by suit and numbers. Everyone with me so far? Mm -hmm. Terrific. So now that all that is over, you can all shove your cards straight up your assholes and go fuck yourselves to hell. I'm drunk enough to reveal your shocking revelations for you. Son, you can't expect us to not have noticed you sneaking around the way you do. Please, he doesn't need to- Female neighbor, no. I can handle this. Yes, mother, we're having an affair. I love her. Oh, Jesus Christ! I was gonna talk about how you dye your hair! Oh, God! Oh, no! Your thing is disgusting! That's horrible! That's way worse than the thing I was gonna say! No, that's just terrible! I had no idea about that one. Literally, no idea! I was a hundred percent talking about something totally different and far less terrifying. Jesus. Father, I try on your pants while you're asleep. How about dessert? Uh, anybody want to stop talking about our horrible secrets and instead just eat some carrot cake and go to sleep? Because I sure do want to do those things instead. Housekeeper, could you bring in the cake? We don't have a housekeeper. Well, then someone who doesn't matter, go get the cake. Hey, that's me. Yes, yes, it is. Don't you think you're being too hard on our little son? No, don't be a drunken fool. He knows I love him. Here's carrot cake. I don't love you! <laughs> this carrot cake is delicious. And it's more of a father to me than you ever were. <laughs> that does it. I'm tired of my children disrespecting me. I demand to be taken seriously. Where's my little captain's hat? Come on, female neighbor, let's go. Honey, I think your family just needs some time to understand. You never support me when I want to dramatically storm off. Well... <laughs> It looks like we're leaving, but I'm sure that at least one of you will soon confront me with your emotionally complex feelings about this development. Goodbye. Hey, you guys check out the big game last night? Jesus Christ, have you been there this whole time? Just silently watching your wife and our underage son confess their undying love for each other. Yep. Well, um, all right. 
Can I get you another drink or something? Oh, no. I'm good with just the cake. Thank you very much. This is a lovely party. Is it? This is all your fault. Your disappointment! I'm proud of you, Carrot Cake. You do a good job at being Carrot Cake. All right. That's it. Let's fight! What? Hungarian street fighting. Like the good old days, before the Berlin Wall fell. You used to be so interesting. And now look at you. Pathetic. Whatever happened to the strong man I loved? The man who would spend his evenings huffing paint thinner out of a little plastic bag and then fighting the other neighbor couples to the death out in the streets. Oh, come now. You know I had to surrender all my hopes and ambitions so that I could take up my soul-destroying, menial, go-nowhere job and support this family that resents my existence. That's the American dream. Be a man. Pick it up. <gasps> Paint oh. But that's not all. <gasps> My old Assyrian <laughs> Oh, wife! <laughs> oh. Let's end this the way it began. At least the attention will be on me for a few moments instead of you. I have purchased a small watercraft. You mean a boat? Yes! I bought a boat, and I have never been happier. My boat completes me. But all I ever wanted was to prevent you from buying any water-based vehicle. You know that my father was killed while when... looking at a picture of a tiny boat. I know. I disregarded your concerns and bought my happiness boat anyway. Well, you can take your boat and sail it straight to hell. I want you out of this mid-century home that possibly represents a simpler time in this country. And I want you dead. suppose I should go answer that. It looks like some sort of message. A letter, son. It's called a letter. What does it say? It's addressed to your little son. Let me see. <gasps> Why, there are words on this paper. It's from the army. It says you've been drafted. Drafted? How old are you supposed to be, little son? I'm this many. Oh, okay. Now it all makes sense. Well, I should be getting back to my dental practice. You're a dentist? Yes, I'm a dentist. I know it's been a while since I brought that up, but I feel we could all use a reminder that I am, in fact, a practicing dentist. You know, just in case that information becomes significant later for some reason. Goodbye, everyone. What a peculiar little speech. So just to be clear, I've been drafted. Yes. 
And that's what I'd sound like if I was a rooster. For some reason, they're letting me do the Act 3 opening monologue, even though I have no idea what any of those words mean. Here we go. I just learned that I've been drafted. I'm not sure what that is, but it sure sounds windy. Also, my brother is having S-E-X with the neighbor lady. I don't know what that is, but it involves spelling when I'm around to hear about it. And lastly, Carrie the Carrot Cake and my beloved Red Teapot are still my best friends. Now I'm going to skip around and sing. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. This is my handle, this is my pup. What is wrong with you, little son? Why are you still so happy? Don't you know you've been drafted? Does this not bother you? I'm a little teapot, pup. You're a disappointment. You say that a lot. Carrie the Carrot Cake thinks you don't like me. Like you? Well, I don't have to like you. You're a disappointment. Who the hell says I have to like you? My teapot friends, and also this day old carrot cake that is also my friend now too, I suppose. Well, you should tell your teapots that I don't have to like you. I raised you, didn't I? Actually, television and several nannies raised me. Well, I looked at you a lot, and liking you wasn't part of the deal. Now you listen to me, little son. If you're going to spend your life as a little teapot, you can't be worrying about whether or not people like you. All you should worry about is if they're going to tip you over and pour you the hell out. Goodness. Now go inside, put away your teapots, and prepare to go to war. War? That's what drafting means? Oh, God, I am... I, I am so going to die. I am, I am so, so very unequipped for this. It's going to be okay, son. Like hell it will. I'm going to haul ass. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. I think he turned out all right. family thinks. You and I are going to be together forever, and we'll live in a big house like this one. But not at all like this one, because I hate everything about my family except all the material possessions that they gave me when I was growing up and hating them. You're so moody. I love your complexity. Take me. Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh, what a not-at-all vomit-inducing image. My old friend and my teenage son. It's lovely. Really. Ugh. Mother, we're in love. And I don't give a damn what you think because this is my life. But you are my life. I brought you into this house after I pushed you out of my baby chute. Everything you have is because I drunkenly purchased it for myself and then forgot about it and gave it to you. But go if you want to. Go. I, I'm not going to stop you with some big dramatic revelation. Fine. I was also in this scene. 
Fuck. You were? I am not in the scene, but I'm hearing everything from the other room. So if I wish to comment on these events later, that makes perfect sense. Shut up. All right. Come on, female neighbor. Let's leave this horrible place forever, but maybe come back sometimes to visit. I'm right behind you. Wait! Don't leave me just yet! I just might have a surprising revelation to revelate after all. Any idea what that might be, female neighbor? Don't listen to her, honey. Remember, your mother is just a drunken lunatic. Drunken lunatic like a fox! I've noticed some things. Like the fact that you never sit down or touch objects. You don't even have a reflection. Mother, whatever you say can't possibly stop me from leaving with the woman I love. But she's not just a woman. She's a ghost, damn it! (gasps) No! Our female neighbor has been dead for 50 years. Oh, wow. Female neighbor, is this true? Yeah. Of course. It all makes sense now. Well, I'm just as shocked as the rest of you. I have to be honest. It really doesn't come off that way. Your wife is a ghost who's cheating on you with your teenage neighbor, and you just have this weird zen attitude about it, and it's kind of creeping me out. Oh, I'm sorry, friend. It's just, that's just the vibe I give off. Man, fuck you! (laughs) Ah, you got me again, friend. Well, I think I'm going to head out. Do me a favor and ask my adorable wife to head home once she's done fucking your son. Have a good night, folks. Why are we friends with these people? You see, son? You see what happens when you don't listen to me? You fall in love with an elderly ghost. I should control every aspect of your life, and this is evidence to support that assessment. You're wrong, mother. She may be a spooky ghost, but she's the spooky ghost that I love. Do you really mean that? Of course. Let's go. Goodbye, mother. No! Son! You can't do this to me! No! Come back here! Damn it! I'm drunk. He didn't need to know that. What does it matter if she's a spooky ghost? They're in weird, paranormal love. But I was hoping that by revealing that shocking secret, he would want to stay here forever. And I would have someone to yell at while I drink my liquor. Well... You still have me to yell at. Go to hell! That's it. I'm leaving you. What? I've had enough. I'm at the end of my rope. I have nothing left to offer. I'm taking my small boat and setting out for a life on the high seas. God damn you! Same to you, honey. Well, I can stop you. I can ruin your dreams one last time. I have one more secret to tell you. I canceled your boat insurance and burned all your life preservers and safety gear. Now you can never sail again. You would be illegally operating your small watercraft. (gasps) Well, I, in turn, have a shocking piece of information for you. I'm secretly planning on leaving you forever. What? Why didn't you ever tell me? Because... Richard didn't want me to destroy our horrible family just for him. Richard? 
The man who helps you maintain and operate your small watercraft? That's right. I don't believe it. You mean all those times you said that you'd be out late doing midnight boat repairs with Richard? Mm-hmm. And when you said you'd be out late going clubbing with Richard? Mm-hmm. Or when you said you'd be having homosexual sex with Richard? Mm-hmm. You were actually having homosexual sex with Richard? Yes. In addition to his boat helping duties, Richard has also been having very gay sex with me on that same boat. My boat. The American dream. <laughs> That's the name of your boat? What if it sinks? Aren't you worried that would feel too heavy-handed and political? Oh, how dare you! The American dream shall never sink. That boat is the foundation of my love affair with Richard. In fact, I suppose you could say that I've been cheating on my wife with the American dream. Right. Yes, I get it. Thank you. Go fuck yourself! Very well. Goodbye forever. He's gone. He's finally... Oh, I almost forgot the keys to my gay boat. <laughs> Found him! Once again, I'm exceptionally gay, and I'm leaving you. Goodbye. And thank you for challenging my views on human sexuality. No. Wait. That means I'm all alone. Come back here! Come back here! Wait. Husband? Husband! Son? Son? Um... Lesser son? Male neighbor? No! Female neighbor? Papa! Where are you, Papa? Why did you have to die while looking at a picture of a small watercraft? Oh, I'm all alone. I have no one to spew my drunken, hate-filled rants at any longer. And I'm distraught. I just can't even believe it. I just can't believe it. They left. They all left. All alone. Everyone left. And I'm alone. And they left me alone. And I'm alone. I'm desperate for human companionship. Ugh. Go away. I don't want to deal with people right now. All right, fine. Mother, I'm here to inform you that the ghost neighbor and I have gotten married. This is our beautiful ghost baby. Ghost female neighbor has started a small ghost pulling business in Ohio and will provide for our new half-ghost family nicely. If you know anyone in the greater Cleveland area who has some sort of supernatural toilet, please refer them to us. Otherwise, you and I will never speak to each other again. But... You just left, like three minutes ago. Your plot makes no sense. The illusion is so deeply shattered. What a mess. My children could never do anything right. Well, we just wanted to stop by so you could emotionally scar us one more time. Thank you for your support. Your baby is ugly. How dare you? Little Jonathan is very sensitive about having been dead for 50 years. Wait, the baby has also been dead for 50 years? 
Why? And how? You wouldn't understand. You never understood me. Oh no. The FBI is coming to arrest baby Jonathan for embezzling from his oil company. A baby owns an oil company? Not since he sold it to the Saudis. We have to go. Wait! Male husband, I too have a shocking secret to reveal. It was me who convinced baby Jonathan to steal money from Exxon. I was just so desperate to get you your kidney operation. Get out of my house. Now, everyone is gone and... Damn it! Oh no, a letter. I don't think I can take any more emotionally damaging information. To the parents of Stupid Teapot Guy, this is the Army. We're writing to let you know that your little son attempted to dodge the draft, but stopped by the base to ask for directions to the moon. We placed him under army arrest or whatever, but when we weren't looking, he hit us over the head with a teapot and took off. He then fell in some mud and started crying. Then he stumbled back and started to slowly walk away while continuing to sob. We would have just like shot him or something, but the whole thing was so pathetic that we just let him leave. If he tries to come back, we won't let him. Love, the army. Oh no. Another letter? I don't think I can take any more emotionally damaging information. Dear Pop and Mommy, it's your son. Hi. I ran away from war. I'm not sure where I am, but I'm trying to get to the moon because I think it looks nice. Love, me. Wow. He's really stupid. Oh no. Yet another letter? I don't think I can take any more emotionally damaging information. Look, lady. This is the last stop on my route. And it's the end of the play. So, we've got like 50 more dramatic letters to deliver to you. Could you just take them all instead of receiving and reacting to each one individually? Fine. Let's see here. Hmm. To whom it may concern, we're NASA. There's a guy with a teapot who somehow stowed away on the International Space Station, and he listed this as his address. He's really stupid. Love, NASA. P.S. The astronauts, including the stupid teapot man, have found life on Mars. Wow. My little son is a successful space explorer. What's this next letter? To whom it may concern, your son and the International Space Station are now under attack from the super-intelligent Martians. Don't worry, though. We here at NASA will protect them. Also, the Martians have 100% proven that there is no God, so handle that however you want. Why would they casually mention that in a... To whom it may concern. Update. NASA has been defunded, so the astronauts are being subjected to the Martians' fair, sophisticated, and extremely lethal justice system. Please fill out the attached form to let us know which delivery service you would like to use to receive your son's torso. <gasps> so he's gone, too? He's gone? Oh, no! What does this letter say? 
Hi, it's your beloved male neighbor. I know this will be shocking for you, but I've decided to abandon my home and dental practice to pursue my dream of being an orthodontist somewhere else. When you find the severed thumbs in my basement, I would only ask you not judge until you understand the kind of control that the Russian mafia had on my village when I was a boy. Ugh, thank God he's gone. That guy was so boring. What now? Hello? Bam! Coast Guard, we regret to inform you that both your husband and his vote, the American Dream, have sunk this afternoon. We acknowledge the heavy symbolism in his death and send our deepest sympathies for his loss. Well, there we go. Rock bottom. Everyone left. The neighbors are gone. My gay husband drowned. They're all gone. Everyone. Everyone's gone. Lost everything. I'm despondent. All I can do is drink my special vodka opium cocktail. And weep. <laughs> Papa? Dearest Papa, how I miss you so. What was that lullaby you always used to sing to me? Ah, oh, yes. All of the Irish are filthy dog people. The Italians are their fleas. The Greeks shall fall into hellfire, and their mouths shall be filled with bees. God. What a monster you were. <laughs> what a sad and overly dramatic life. Thank you for listening to Stand By For Places. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. To learn more about us and how to donate, visit our website at www.standbyforplaces.org. Until next time.